evening and welcome to the Black Robe Podcast. Today we're here with my host Isaiah um, and Peace Point. Today we'll be going over and talking about um, the amazing things that this organization does in the community um, with not only gun violence but domestic violence um, and other types of violence um, that individuals face inside of the community. And so I just want to welcome um, Carolyn and Malik to our podcast today and just allow them to introduce themselves for a second. Carolyn, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having us. Um, like you said, my name is Carolyn. I'm one of the AmeriCorps members serving with Peace Point this year. Um, so not to reiterate what you said, but um, we put together a plan for youth safety in Pierce County, um, and we're really just looking to build community alignment on how we're thinking about and talking about youth youth violence in our community. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And Malik, who are you? You know, I've seen you in the community often. I see the wonderful things that you're doing with events, but I had no idea you were involved in such a strong organization. Can you just briefly go in detail about that? Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Malik Banks. Uh, I'm executive director of my own nonprofit, uh, TGW Team Get With It. I'm also in close connections and partnership with YBMW Young Businessmen of Washington as well as Imagine Justice Project. But um, yeah, as far as uh, me getting connected, I started off as being an outreach slash recruitment for uh, Imagine Justice Project when it came to AmeriCorps uh, participants that are 18 and above. And yeah, I just started uh, recruiting for them. And, you know, it was like a contracted compensation type thing where I just brought young people to them and they'll fill out the job application and do orientation. And if they passed or, you know, got the job, got hired or whatever, got the service position, then, yeah, I'll get compensated. And then from there, I just start asking more questions about what they were doing. And I told uh, Caitlin that I wanted to get involved. And then she told me about Peace Point, And then that's how it all came together. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, it's it takes another level um, of dedication and authenticity to really work inside of the community to really see change. Um, and so I'm so honored to be here with you guys tonight. I know as well as my co-host Isaiah, um, as well uh, along with our whole team with uh, Institute for Black Justice. We're so excited to kind of have you guys here tonight. And so I know my co-host here has some questions. Um, we'll kind of go back and forth to ask you guys these questions and hopefully you guys are ready to hear more. For sure, for sure. Thank you guys for coming today. This is really cool. Uh, I'm excited to get to learn more about the organization as well. Like just doing my prior research. I love the type of work that you guys are doing, especially when it comes to like giving more guidance to the youth as well. I feel like when it comes to my community, I live in Tacoma. Um, a lot of people just need a different direction to go. So it seems like this organization provides that. That's really cool. Um, one question I had is how will Peace Point Movement help eliminate gun violence in Pierce County? Well, I feel like uh, Peace Point has already started doing that because we did a presentation today at Mount Tahoma. It was about like at 2.33 o'clock. And um, through the presentation, 
uh, I've seen how the research that we that we've been re uh, reading about and just doing a lot of research on, because like when we first uh, sat down and started doing the services for uh, uh, Peace Point through AmeriCorps, our first task were to research, like research what it is, trauma, what what it means to be oppressed, and what poverty means, because those are the three core factors that through us inviting people in, doing interviews and just hearing different people's stories that have been impacted directly. It, it showed that those are the main key three factors that keep coming up. And, you know, through that, there are other uh, factors that stem and trickle down from that, but those are the three main things. So just how adamant we are, how involved we are, and the fact that we make it our business, not just through this service and getting hours through the service, but on our free time, we really do interact with the community and we care about the, the future of the young people. I love that. That See, that's important work too. I feel like when you speak directly to the people, you go to the people, specifically the kids, and you have a presentation, especially from somebody like yourself, it's easier. Like I know if you presented that to me, I'd feel connected. So I appreciate you sharing that. I guess a follow-up question I would have is when talking about heavier subjects like this, when it pertains to gun violence or when it pertains, you know, going in and out the justice system, I see on the values that is part of the collective that you are a part of is joy. So how do you still integrate joy into heavier conversations? You want me to go again, Carolyn, or you want to take this one? Go again. Okay. So implementing joy, I feel like you have to uh, dive into creativity. Like for me personally, through TGW, we throw uh, talent shows for young people to be able to express how they really feel. Because I feel like if you equip young people with the right tools, they can, in a, in a miracle sense, they can heal themselves, you know? Like a young person is curious. They're They're creative. And they're adamant about wanting to do it like they come with a natural motivation slash drive. Now, through how they were brought up, which is poverty and oppression and trauma, through those things that they experienced that they weren't really sat down and explained, like, this is what's going on. And this is why you shouldn't take this past this situation. Like, for instance, I see my mom get uh, domestic violence physically abused when I was nine years old. So through through me seeing that and then going to school and trying to interact with my friends, it came off as if I was a bully or I'm getting into multiple altercations. So I learned like through your creativity, that's a that's like the number one way of implementing joy in the situation. Cause it's like, there's, there's different sides of it that you could take joy from. If you're someone on the outside looking in, like how do I fix this problem? You could take joy through becoming one of the people that are, fighting against this negativity to fix the problem. If you are directly impacted like how I was as a young person, you can find joy in being able to outgrow that situation. That doesn't mean that you're not dealing with it. You understand it's real, but it never stops you from still being on top of your grind, still handling your priorities. And through handling your priorities and the results that you see of that, you meet people and you build your own foundation, your own village. And that's what keeps you from thinking in a negative sense and also being joyful about it. I like that. Creativity is the link. I like that. I like that. My bad. Caroline, were you, were you going to say something as well? No? Okay. I mean, I can just hop in and say also specifically with Peace Point, um, 
when we like ask youth for their opinions or like to to be involved, we really um, hope to compensate them for that time so that they can then, you know, go on and like find their own joy through the resources that we give them. That's good. That's good. Compensation and allowing young adults to feel like their voice isn't being heard in a sense is true empowerment. Um, to really making change inside of the community. And so I love both of your guys' outlooks um, and perspectives on that, because I think um, as well as not only working in the organization, but taking initiative on your own to build something uh, that can be meaningful, like a creative outlet, like TG Dub, TG Dub does provide. Um, and we will be at the next show. Isaiah, I will send you the information on that. They're pretty great. Um, but I think that is super important because a lot of people don't, or a lot of young people may connect with one person, but they also have a different relationship with another. And so having a different way to creatively express themselves or to communicate with a leader that they feel more safe with is super pivotal, pivotal um, in our community. And so that kind of goes into another question that we have. What are some key strategies Peace Point used to outreach individuals in the community suffering from violence? Um, I can say that Peace Point specifically, we are not direct service providers necessarily. So our mission is to build this shared understanding of youth violence and what causes it, these root causes. Um, but really our, our intention is for um, service providers and people that are already acting in community like Malik, for example, that already have those high trust relationships. We want to give them as much resources and as much help as we can to do the work that they're already doing. Because like, we understand that we're not going to step in to, you know, a different community or a different population and be able to have the same impact as the people that are already there doing the work and have those high trust relationships. No, absolutely. And that's great that you know where your strong suit is. And if that's obtaining the funding for individuals that are deeply connected with the roots and boots on the ground with these organ with these individuals um, that are willing to create these organizations to do it, why not? You know, I think that overall having the funding as a boots on the ground organization and not being able to completely reach individuals at their at their capacity is the problem um, because the funding is very slim in Pierce County and it's hard to obtain it as a grassroots organization. And so that's so great that you guys find the individuals that are doing it to fund them, to be, to be able to provide more resources to the individuals that they're connected with. Um, and so, I mean, that was one of the other questions is what are some ways Peace Point is engaged in the community outside of the community organization relationships? Like, I don't know if you want to take that one or if you want me to. I got it. It's good. Uh, so uh, you said, how are we connected besides the nonprofits in the community? So how are you guys connected in the community outside of the partnership organizations in the community? Okay. For me, because like like before I started with Peace Point, I was already doing this. So like what it has granted me and like very, very much so supported me on what I already do is 
not not just a stipend because it's always good to get a compensation of some sort, but it has also allowed me to maneuver what I'm already doing as credit to be able to, because at the end of the AmeriCorps term, we get a $6,000 like uh, scholarship basically to go to college, just like money towards your college. I feel like it has enabled me to not only open up a dream, which was to be a teacher of some sort, but also it has like rewarded me with hours because we have to get a specific amount of hours to complete and accomplish that whole spectrum. But it has opened up them hours. Like I literally got hours for the TGW talent show. And through that, I'm able to engage even more because now it's like there's some type of support behind me, which is direct support because it's not like I have to call somebody, wait on the phone, and then they put me on hold. And then, no, it's direct. It's text one person, call one person, hello, talk about this, boom. They implement it right after we get done talking about it. And I feel like for me to see, which is another thing, they bring me around people that are heavily involved in the community, which makes me feel like, okay, yeah, now we're all big homies. You know, now we're all OGs of some sort, which is taking care of the younger people in the, the rest of the community, even our elders, like taking care of all of them. So that's what it's done for me personally. And that's how I feel like us, because I am Peace Point too. So it's like, I got to praise Peace Point for Peace Point, but I also got to understand that I'm working underneath Peace Point to get Peace Point to a specific level to be able to, you know, flourish and make sure the young people that are impacted by Peace Point's resources are flourishing as well. So, yeah. No, for sure. And I know Isaiah, Isaiah probably will want to speak on this too after I'm done. But, you know, Malik, you know what I do, you know, the community work that I'm involved in, um, not only with IBJ, which is an amazing organization, but also with YBMW and then not only my own business, which is brand new together, Young People Emerge. Um, but it's finding those housing solutions and opportunities for youth and young adults, but it wouldn't be made possible without the support and guidance with Away Home Washington as our funders. And so you find so much growth inside of yourself as a grassroots organization, collaborating with organizations that are just, I mean, well-rounded, but they just don't necessarily have the tools to connect like you do uh, as a solo organization. And so I think like right now, you giving kind of like your testimony on how Peace Point has truly elevated your organization with connecting these individuals uh, you know, it's it's great for individuals to also know like kind of where that support is coming from, you know, because it's it's TG Dub, but also in partnership with, you know, Peace Point. And so a lot of times they don't know, right? They don't know who's the people behind the events. They don't know who's the people behind the, behind the assistance. Um, but there is a team of people supporting them. And I think that's so important for them to recognize especially with young adults that feel like they're so alone. Facts. Something I want to go back to that we mentioned, I love the fact that y'all compensate, you know, what you're saying each other within your organization. I feel like that can be super duper helpful. I know for me as well, whatever work that I do do, I feel like compensation allows me to have that freedom to be creative, like we're talking about. So I think that's a huge aspect. I think a following question I wanted to get into and ask you guys about is with dealing with kids, that means you're dealing with parents. So at times when you're trying to deal with the youth and help the youth out, 
and the parents can be a, a barrier. How do you navigate that situation, especially if it is domestic violence or if it is like even gun violence, whatever it may be? Because um, I know a lot of people, I'm in college now, but growing up, a lot of people, when I would try to connect them with resources that I would find out about, their parents sometimes can be their biggest, not enemy, but like hurdle to getting the resources that they really need. So how do you guys navigate that? Yeah, I'll say just quickly. So with Peace Point, we, we're not necessarily um, working directly with kids all the time. When we were putting together a strategic plan, we did focus groups with youth um, to like really put together this this resource. Um, so that was where we kind of interacted with that a bit. Um, but I know that Malik has a lot of uh, experiences with youth outside of Peace Point. So I'll let him maybe answer from that perspective. Yeah, and I do uh, pride myself on being like a bridge to young people because like Carolyn, if you guys didn't know, she's not from here. She's from New York. So it's like when she moved here, which was recently, it was like an opportunity for me to grow too as a person through Peace Point once again, because now I'm sending her flyers of the local events that are going on and she's sending me some back like, you think we should go to these? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And that sets us up for opportunities to table and continue to put our name out there, you know? But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say about that question. For sure. And I can also say, so one of the things that our strategic plan, like, really uh, focuses on is the importance of authentic engagement with youth and families. So, you know, a lot of times um, these issues of youth violence aren't necessarily just, you know, a factor of the youth. It's their family environment is contributing. Um, and we do want to make sure that there's not this like rhetoric of we need to change the youth or like fix the families, but more of a rhetoric of we need to provide more support and more resources to families, more engagement to families. Um, so we are really trying to emphasize that when we're talking in community to institutions like the school district, um, we're, we're going to be talking with the health department soon. So we're really trying to focus in on that and encourage that authentic engagement and those resources to families as well as youth. And can I say one more thing? All right, so I feel like everybody switches roles in a sense. Like, I feel like sometimes it, it's kind of forbidden in the old school tradition or culture, but it's like nowadays in the new generation, sometimes the young people speak, and when they speak, they're teaching us stuff. So it's like, okay, boom, you got their parent. Then you got me as the middle person. Now I feel like the young person's big brother so now I'm I'm taking it on as, okay, let me get to understand the parent, okay? Because I know for me, like, when I was growing up, my mom used to come to the school, however she was looking at it, and just, all right, so what is my son doing? You know, and there's not a lot of parents that are willing to do that, especially that come from poverty. So when I'm, when I'm listening to the mom or the dad talk about, oh, their child is running wild or, you know, doing good or whatever status they present to me. I just listen. I take it in. Okay. And then I tell them, I'm like, I'm not here to tell you what to do because this is your child, but I'm letting you know that what you do impacts your child and how you feel like that impact is, whether it's positive or negative, is your choice by what you're deciding to take on or learn from the things you might be doing that are negative that you ain't 
accepted or even knew. Like, it's not going to stand out how you act unless you start acting different to yourself. So once you understand that portion of everything and really get to understand the parent and uh, build up the parent and the child's relationship over time through getting another parent, then you you start teaching both of them. Okay, boom, I'm going to be your conscience. I'm going to be your conscience. So, boom, in this situation, the reason why your son's acting like this is X, Y, and Z. Okay, to the son. The reason why your mom's telling you there's a curfew because she don't want you let out late at night and then something might happen to you, never know. So, just getting to understand that and bridging that relationship, that's how we take that on for real. So, yeah. Yeah, family reunification is such a vital thing, I think, in the Black community and honestly, really any community um, today with how societal standards are and then also just the violence that we see among our community members today. Um, I also just want to give you guys praise um, and shout out for doing the work. I think not a lot of people are taking the charge to actually say, hey, this is what my organization's mission is. This is what we want to see in the community, whether it's you outsourcing to other organizations or you being that outsourced organization that really does the work um, in collaboration with that organization. I think it's important work that we all do as a collective. And so my last question for you guys is, um, does Peace Point find strength in collaborating with community partners? And how do community partners connect with Peace Points? Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's our whole mission, I would say, is, is connecting with community partners and connecting community partners to each other. Um, you know, I think from our, our time doing outreach and community to build our strategic plan, um, we, there was really the sense that like, you know, people keep coming out and asking the community, like, what do you need? What are the solutions? They keep telling and then nothing happens. Um, so, you know, we went out, we got that information, we put it together and now we really want to push action. So um, we're hoping that our, our strategic plan and the resources that we have put together can be a resource for organizations to then go actually do that work. You know, so that that um, is really centered in collaboration with community partners. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you guys for sharing today. If there's any other points that you guys want to make, please let us know. But we are so excited to hopefully have you guys back um, and just continue to see the work that you guys are doing because it's so important in our community. And I know our listeners can probably resonate with a lot of different points that you guys um, sat on, but is there any social media handles that they can reach you guys at? How can they get in touch with you? How can they get to know more about the program? Yeah, I'll shout out our website. So peacepointpc.org. Um, you can find our website. We have our strategic plan published on there, which is kind of interesting if anyone's um, interested in looking through that. Um, and also we're going to have some storytelling workshops coming up. The dates aren't set, but it will be on our website. Um, we're wanting to bring youth and young adults and elders from the community together um, to a storytelling workshop um, and kind of like have them like learn how to tell their own stories. So that's what's coming up for us. But I don't know if Malik wants to shout out his TG Dub social. 
Well, yeah, I'm telling everybody, shout out uh uh it's to black justice first and foremost, you know, shout out to all the uh both of the black women that are on here holding it down, you know, shout out to Carolyn, shout out to my brother Isaiah, shout out to TGW team get with it, shout out to YBMW, you know. Uh besides that, yes, yeah, TGW League on all socials, T G D U B L I K. That part. Thank you guys so much. This has been a blast. I know we will absolutely be in the building when you guys um, have your social events. Please keep us informed and updated. Please tag us in any events that you guys have coming up in the future and any new launches of programs. We would love to have you guys back to just continue the conversation since we've already been great collaborators in the past. So. Thank you, Malik and Carolyn and my host, Isaiah, for you guys showing up tonight. And we hope to gather again soon. Thank you, guys. I'm try to fill a calendar with young. I, I want a lot of young people to come on here and talk, you know. This Let's is do nice it. Home. This Let's is what it. this platform is for. Um, hopefully, we can get YBMW on here and you are a contributor to that. So if you guys have any you know, need or you want to get content out or you want to create a podcast with us um, in any type of segment, it will have to be in line with IBJ's mission, but we do love guests. So thank you guys for tuning in um, and we out. Thank you.